Welcome to Teaching 101, Bellevue's training resource for teachers and potential teachers. My name is Derek Ewald, and I serve as the pastor to Bellevue Men in Teaching here at Bellevue. And I just want to say thank you. Thank you for listening and growing with me as we seek to become better teachers. The first lesson is titled, Am I Called to Teach? That's the question that we each probably need to answer before we jump into the how-tos of teaching. I hope you've already received your free workbook that goes along with this series. If so, open it to the first lesson. If not, feel free to reach out to me at dewalt at bellevue.org to receive your copy. Let me open our time together in prayer, and we will begin. Lord, thank you for loving us like you do. Thank you for the opportunity we have to learn together. I pray you will bless this time we have. In Jesus' name, amen. Paul tells the church of Corinth in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, Now you are Christ's body and individually members of it. And God has appointed in the church first apostles, second prophets, third teachers, then miracles, then gifts of healings, helps, administrations, various kinds of tongues. All are not apostles, are they? All are not prophets, are they? All are not teachers, are they? All are not workers of miracles, are they? All do not have gifts of healings, do they? All do not speak with tongues, do they? All do not interpret, do they? But earnestly desire the greater gifts, and I show you a still more excellent way. It is amazing that God has given each and every one of us as believers different spiritual gifts. Some of us, He's called to teach, and He's given us that gift to teach. Some of us, he's given us the gift of administration, the gift of helps, the gift of encouragement. And what I want to do in these first few moments together is make sure that we understand there's different callings on different people's lives based off how God has uniquely equipped and gifted each one of us. And so I want to give you three resources to help you in this process of either deciding, am I called to teach, or to encourage you as you're teaching that, yes, this is what God's called you to do. The first resource I want to point you to is a book called Is God Calling Me by Jeff Yorg. It's a small book. It is a great book. It is a powerful book, and it is a book that has been written to help people understanding the call that God has on their life. We know that God has called all Christians to serve one another and to serve the Lord, but He calls us in different ways. And so we want to provide you with this book. Now, there's two ways you can get it. One, you can go to our bookstore here at Bellevue and you can buy it. Or two, if you complete all 10 of these lessons, it'll be on the honor system. Please just email me once again at dewalt at bellevue.org, and I will mail you a copy of this book. The second thing I want to point you to is a free resource on our website, and we'll provide that webpage for you. What is my personality? There's a test on there to take that will show you what your personality is. I know what you're thinking. What does my personality have to do with me having the ability to teach? Well, let's be honest. If you don't like people and you're a quiet person that never likes to speak, teaching may be a little difficult for you. It doesn't mean that God's not called you to teach. It just may simply mean that you're going to have to work a little bit more and develop some of those pieces of your personality. But we want to provide that for you where you can take a very quick personality test that will help you just discover what your personality is and where your strengths and weaknesses are. I had an old basketball coach that used to say, today, men, we're going to work on our weaknesses and we're going to strengthen our strengths. That's exactly what a personality test will help you understand. What are my strengths? And let's lean into those. But what are my weaknesses? And I can work on those to become better in those areas. 
So even if your personality is not an outgoing, in front of people type personality, that doesn't mean you can't teach. And the third thing we want to point you to today is a spiritual gifts test. It is on our website as well, and it just takes a few minutes to take, but it'll ask you some questions that'll then spit out some information for you that'll tell you how maybe God has uniquely gifted you with a spiritual gift. The Bible tells us that there are over 15 different spiritual gifts, and all believers have a spiritual gift. So if there's been a time in your life when you've repented of your sins, you believe that Jesus died and rose from the dead to save you, and you have received Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you're a new creation. You're a believer. And he tells us in 1 Peter chapter 4 that we have been given a gift. As a matter of fact, in verse 10 of 1 Peter 4, it says, As each one has received a special gift employ it in serving one another as good stewards of the manifold grace of God. Whoever speaks is to do so as one who is speaking the utterances of God. Whoever serves is to do so as one who is serving by the strength which God supplies, so that in all things God may be glorified through Jesus Christ, to whom belongs the glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen. What does he say? He says, each one of us has received a spiritual gift and we're to use it to serve one another, to show the world who Jesus Christ really is. So I want to encourage you to get this book, Is God Calling Me? by Jeff York, and read it. I want to encourage you to take the personality test and the spiritual gift test on our website, and those three tools will help you in the process of determining either A, is God calling me to teach, or B, maybe you've been teaching for a long time, and this will just be an encouragement that, yes, I am right where God is calling me to be. For the remainder of our time in this first lesson, I'm actually going to use some of the material out of Jeff York's book, Is God Calling Me? He has a quote on page 8 that says, A call is a profound impression from God that establishes parameters for your life and can be altered only by a subsequent superseding impression from God. I know that's a lot of information, but basically what he's saying is a call comes directly from God And it can only be altered if God gives you a different call. And so maybe he's calling you to teach a life group, or maybe you've been teaching a life group, and he's just reaffirming and confirming in your heart that you're doing exactly what God has called you to do. Well, how do we discover if we're called to teach? Jeff Yor gives us a few things throughout his book. In one of the first chapters, he says there are three types of experiences. First, a universal call to Christian service and growth. There's a universal call for all believers that we are to serve one another, Christian service, and to grow with one another. We are to continue to seek the Lord, continue to read the Word, continue to pray, continue to go to church and spend time with other believers so that we can grow together and we can serve one another. That's a universal call. The moment you get saved, God is calling you to be a part of what He's doing in His church. He's calling you to serve each other. He's calling us to follow him and do exactly what he's called us to do. So there's a universal call for all believers that we're all a part of Christian ministry, no matter what occupation he has called us to. The second thing he talks about is there is a general call to ministry leadership, a general call to ministry leadership. This does not mean you have to quit your job in the workforce and you have to immediately go to a church and become a full-time paid staff member. It simply means that he's placed a call on your life to be a part of what God is doing at the church. That could be in the role of a deacon. That could be in the role of a life group leader. That could be in a role of 
a committee or a director position within our church that helps with serving throughout the church, that helps with missions, that helps advancing the vision of the church. But there's a general call to ministry leadership. And the third one is a specific call to a ministry assignment, a specific call to a ministry assignment. Maybe God has specifically called you to do something, and it's something that you have pushed away for a long time. Maybe that very call is to be a life group leader. I had a gentleman walk forward a few weeks ago at church, and he said, you know, I had a call in my life a long time ago, and I've kind of walked away from that, but it is time to do exactly what God's calling me. And so he's taken this book by Jeff York, and he is seeking to find what is that specific call that God is calling me to do. And so those are three types of experience Jeff York talks about in one of his early chapters of this book. The second thing is, he says there are three ways God calls. So it's a good question to ask, how does God call people? Is it just through reading the Word? Does somebody look at our life and say, I recognize this in your life and you need to be teaching? Is it just something we feel inside? How do we know if God is actually speaking to us? Jeff York says there's three ways God calls. Number one, God calls through sudden experiences. God calls through sudden experiences. There are things that we experience in life that we walk through in our journey that could be a job change, that could be something that's given to us that we've had to work through and struggle through, and we've discovered something about ourselves where God says, look, I've given you this gift. You need to utilize it. I had a friend who was walking through something very difficult and he just didn't know if he was going to make it onto the other side. And as they walked through that very difficult circumstance and they got through the other side, there were three or four things that he had learned about the Lord. He learned that God was faithful. He learned that God was merciful. He learned that God loved him on a deeper level than he had ever imagined. But there was a couple things he discovered about himself, and one of the things he discovered was that he enjoyed sitting with people and hearing their story. And he was an accountant at a bank, and now he is a Christian counselor that spends day in and day out listening to people and help them walking through those things. He learned that through a sudden experience he personally walked through. So that's one way God can call us. The second way, Jeff York says, is God calls through reasoned decisions. Through reasoned decisions, it's a process. We walk through it. We ask questions, we pray about it, we think through it. The Bible tells us in Proverbs to seek wise counsel, so we talk to other people about it. And God will use other people and those circumstances and those questions that we ask as He answers those to help us determine if He's calling us to do something. And the third thing that Jeff York says is God calls through the promoting of others. God calls through the promoting of others God will utilize people in our lives to say, hey, you have this gift. You need to use it to glorify the Lord and honor the Lord. I can remember being in a life group one time here at Bellevue, and it was just an open-ended question that the teacher had given. And it was kind of quiet for a few moments, and then one gentleman in the class spoke up, and he said, you know, when I look at God's Word, here's what I think about the question you've asked. Well, over the next 90 seconds, as he began to share what he believed he saw in Scripture, I think every jaw in that class dropped because we had never heard him speak a whole lot. But what we realized when he started speaking is that God had gifted him with teaching. As soon as that class was over, I think five or six people walked up to him and said, you need to be teaching a life group at Bellevue. God has gifted you in communicating God's Word. And over the course of the next six to nine months, he started a life group 
and has done very well here at Bellevue in leading that life group. And so God will use other people to affirm that call in your life. The last thing that I want to point our attention to in this first lesson, Jeff York has a chapter called Discerning God's Call. Discerning God's Call. So how do we discern? You know, we've gone through these experiences, we've reasoned, we've asked questions, other people have mentioned it. How do we know that this is exactly what God has called us to do? The first thing he talks about is God gives you an inner peace. I love that Jesus is Jehovah Shalom. He's the God of peace. And I love that it tells us in his word that not only when we get Jesus, we get Jesus, we also get his peace. He'll give you an inner peace. If God's calling you to do something, he'll give you that peace that passes all understanding. You may be nervous. I tell people every week when I get a chance to baptize, don't be nervous. There's no reason for you to be nervous. I'm nervous enough for all of us. I've baptized many times, but yet I still get nervous doing it. But yet God has given me a peace that passes all understanding because I know that I'm doing what God has called me to do. So you may still be nervous. You may be a little anxious, but you know deep down inside that God has given you this peace that you're going to do exactly what he's called you to do. The second thing in discerning God's call is the confirmation of others. I can remember having a friend that told me, he said, I think God's calling me to be a senior pastor. And so he began to have some opportunities to speak and teach in a couple different places. And then he began to meet with people and ask them, how did I do? Do you think this is what God's calling me to do? And honestly, if you listen to him, you kind of thought, you know, he's a good teacher. I just don't know that God's calling him to be a senior pastor. I don't know that preaching is his gifting. And so he had a couple older guys in his life that sat him down and said, buddy, I just don't know that this is exactly what God's calling you to do. Let's take a little bit more time and explore what God's calling you to do. And through the course of the next few months, he discovered his love for administration. And now he is a associate pastor at a church, and he absolutely loves the place God has put him in. On occasion, he gets a chance to preach, but God has put him in his sweet spot using his gift of administration. And so God uses the confirmation of others. The third thing in discerning God's call is effectiveness in ministry. If you were to get up and teach a lesson and it had no effect on anybody and you didn't talk to anybody about it and you got done with it and said, well, it was good, but there was no movement, God didn't move, nobody moved towards what we talked about, there was no discussion, and it just seemed to be kind of bland and pointless at times, then maybe it would take a step back and say, okay, am I being effective in this position? Because there's one of a hundred things we can do. Maybe teaching is not what I need to do. Maybe I need to do something else, but maybe I just need to grow in some areas so that God can use me more effectively in ministry. The fourth thing that he talks about is joy in ministry. One of my favorite things to do is open God's Word and teach it, and even when I get done, I feel like I have more energy than when I began preaching or teaching because the joy of the Lord is in me, and I watch that in other people. I watch people that have the gift of service that will go out with teams, and they will work all day in the sun painting and rebuilding fences and cutting trees down and serving people all over our community, and they get done with eight or ten hours of really hard work, and it seems like they have more energy and more joy when they get done. It's because God is giving them joy in the midst of what he's called them to do, so joy in ministry. And lastly, realistic expectations about ministry. Realistic expectations about ministry. I had a friend who took a pastorate, and he told me, he said, I believe God's calling me to take this little church, and he's going to explode the church. The church runs about a hundred And I believe within five years, it's going to be 5,000 people at this church. And we got to the five-year mark, and the church had grown. It had grown by about 50 people. 
And I remember having the conversation with him, asking him, are you discouraged? And he said, I'm not discouraged. I realized that my expectations at the beginning were not realistic. And I realized that I was trying to push something that God was probably not in. And God is growing our church at the rate he wants to. People are getting saved and baptized. So we can discern God's call when we set realistic expectations about ministry. I hope this helps. I want to help each one of you walk through, is God calling me to teach? If I can have a personal conversation with you, I would love to sit down over a cup of coffee or lunch and just talk through that and walk through that as we read through the book, as we look at your personality and spiritual gifts. We, as an adult ministry team, want to help you discover, is God calling me to teach? you.